0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Tuesday, August the 6th, 2019. Hi. I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. Coming up, new champions crowned and a new SummerSlam match made on a very busy episode of Monday Night Raw last night, which we will get into. Plus, Matt Riddle's doubling down on social media slagging and our WWE extending the olive branch to a US independent promotion. My findings on this coming up before the end of the show today.
2: Kids, Nikki Cross and Alexa
1: Bliss! Yes. Women's tag team titles went for being iconic to downright celestial, guys! The goddess and Nikki are champions! Let's focus on our baby. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a
2: kiss.
1: Oh, my God, I finally, I got the 24-7 title back. I can't. You got something that belongs to me. Oh, my, my water broke.
2: One, two, three. Ah, yeah, yeah, come You got your baby, and I got mine. So the contract that you just signed for SummerSlam isn't me versus you. No, it is you versus someone else. Adults. It's not me. Oh, my. He's here. Guess what, son? You're next. And it's official. It'll happen Sunday at SummerSlam. The return
1: of Goldberg. So the rumor, the innuendo, and the speculation is over. We are getting Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam this Sunday. This explains why Dolph was so outspoken about Goldberg for the last few weeks. What I loved, about the final segment of Raw was that up until, literally up until Goldberg's music hit, they were teasing us, tantalizing us with Dolph Ziggler and Shawn Michaels, even having those two have a face-off as Goldberg's music hit. This was a very well-put-together final bit of the show. I, for one, quite excited to see Goldberg and Ziggler. I have a feeling that Ziggler is going to sell the spear like nobody else (laughs) Ziggler's the king of selling. Goldberg's gonna spear him, and it's gonna be like that music video where they're flying out into space. You know, that doo 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 do doo, doo, doo. That one. Also on Raw last night, we saw brand new women's tag team champions crowned. Congratulations to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross winning a four-way match over Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville, over the Kabuki Warriors and over the iconics. Sad to see the Iconics lose the belts after what has been a monumental 100 days of umming and ahhing. Also, new 24-7 champions crowned Mike Canellis did the unthinkable and pinned his wife Maria while she is with child to win the belt. As he ran away, he got confronted by R-Truth dressed as a pregnant woman, complete with baby doll. Because cause wrestling, I suppose. R-Truth rolled up Mike and Ellis to become an 11-time 24-7 champion. Congratulations to you, R-Truth. Also from Raw last night, a couple of other interesting takeaways. Trish Stratus, at the very 11th hour, was advertised for a tag team match. Seems weird to have something like this advertised so late in the day. Do not be surprised if we get some reports down the line of Vince McMahon feverishly rewriting this show once again. It did have that vibe about it on a couple of occasions. Uh, Trish was in a tag team match, teaming with uh, Natalia to take on Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, like a strange Bedfellows tag team match that ended in a DQ. Didn't quite get this personally. Also, we found out that Natalia and Becky Lynch will face each other in a submissions match at SummerSlam. This was announced in uh, local Toronto press. It's the Disarmer versus the Sharpshooter on on Sunday. This has been possibly... Natalia's most most intriguing rivalry for a while, if not possibly ever in the WWE, but was unsure as to why you needed to add Trish Stratus to tonight's show so late in the day to do so little we saw The Fiend attack Kurt Angle again in a, in a match that felt like it was very last-minute.com set up. Drew McIntyre was set to face Cedric Alexander with Kurt Angle as referee. Drew and Cedric didn't get started because Drew just battered Cedric Alexander outside the ring. And Kurt Angle uh, unexpectedly got a visit from The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, who put the mandible claw on Kurt Angle and knocked him out. So we're now establishing that... The mandible claw is now the fiend Bray Wyatt's move. It's a good fit. It's a good fit. Somebody tried to kill Roman Reigns again as he was arriving in the venue. He had his car rammed by a Sudan. They've also recapped the attack on SmackDown last week, and we get footage from the CCTV cameras of what appears to be Eric Rowan walking away from the wreckage. From that scaffolding attack, does this hint towards Daniel Bryan? We will find out on Sunday. Incidentally, WWE also put out a tweet before Raw that said, as part of an ongoing investigation into the incident involving Roman Reigns, it has been discovered that WWE's regular forklift operator had taken the day off from work due to illness. So obviously we send thoughts and prayers to the regular forklift driver and we hope they get better soon. Other Raw happenings, Rey Mysterio and Andrade had the normal great match they always have together. Just stick them together and they'll give you the world. They're brilliant like that. Tag champions collided. Big E and Xavier Woods beat Gallows and Anderson by DQ. Uh, Ricochet came in for the save once AJ Styles got involved as well. Further building to SummerSlam there. Oh, and Seth Rollins took an absolute shooing again from Brock Lesnar. And then crawled up to say, "I'm still going to win the, I'm still going to beat you at SummerSlam. I'm still going to win the championship at SummerSlam." It's like, yeah, you do you, hun. I think WWE have got a lot of grief lately for the way they have, um, the way they built shows. This felt like a big go home show. Keep an eye on our YouTube channels today because we have Jack the Jobber doing Raw Graded. And Ross Twedell doing WTF moments from Raw. They will deep dive into everything that happened last night on a very busy go home show for SummerSlam.
2: Coming up. Chris Jericho, you came at me. I don't know why you're saying listen and learn, kid. I'll beat the shit out of you. You're soft as hell. Maybe back in your prime, but even then I would have beat the shit event listen and learn from me bro
1: matt riddle versus wcw in 2019 we're going to get into this very shortly right now elsewhere in the wrestling world roman reigns has been on the interview trail he was talking to espn was asked about his thoughts on john moxley's recent comments about his time with the wwe roman said i tell you straight up i disagree with what ambrose said about the creative process i love the guy and he's my brother Also, he did an interview with Sport One in Germany and was asked about his thoughts on All Elite Wrestling. And Roman also said, I think Seth Rollins is being generous in calling them a competition. I don't want to get too deep into this. Roman Reigns is very aware that he wants to support his company, but doesn't want to do what Seth Rollins has done lately and talk a little bit too much. Not long to go until we get SmackDown on Fox. Not only could the set be changing... Possible rumours of getting the Smackdown fist back from 2002. Quite excited about this. Uh, But also a big change to the touring schedule, which uh, is quite intriguing. So Smackdown Live from October the 4th is going to begin a new loop, which will start on Friday and finish on Tuesday which also brings it in line with the Raw touring loop as well. So potentially, I know they've said that the wild card rule is coming to an end, but the way that this sits, they could actually chop and change stars from Raw and SmackDown if they so felt. Talking of touring, the WWE Saudi Arabia show has been moved yet again. It has gone back and forth and back and forth. It's caused all kinds of bother in terms of other wrestling shows, but they have settled on a date for their next visit to Saudi Arabia. It's going to be Thursday, October 31st at the King South University Stadium. Obviously, this means the majority of the WWE team will not be home for Halloween, which, according to reports, hasn't sat very well with many. Uh, The original date for this was Friday, November the 1st, but that would have clashed with SmackDown Live. So this means there's going to be guys wrestling in Saudi Arabia late Thursday night who then have to charter an early flight back to the US to be at SmackDown Live less than 24 hours later. Oh, there's going to be some sleepy boys on SmackDown on Friday. Any fans of Kane in the house? Yeah, I see you. I see you there. The Big Red Machine is advertised to face Braun Strowman at a Raw Live event this month, August 23rd, in Bossier City, Louisiana. This is Kane's first in-ring appearance since Crown Jewel. He's been bit busy working as the mayor of Knox County in Tennessee. I presume that he's booked a couple of days on holiday to do some wrestling. So if you're a fan of Kane, get yourself to Louisiana. And Zelina Vega has been addressing obsessive fans on Twitter. She tweeted out yesterday, Hashtag ZVArmy, your love and support has always been incredibly appreciated. Whether you're a day one or a newbie, I'm truly grateful. But when the support crosses the line into obsession, it will not be tolerated. And the appropriate parties will be notified for safety reasons. So please enjoy the products and what I do on TV. Make your signs and come and say hi at my signings. But please have respect for me and my family. It's good advice to be fair like if you see wrestlers in airports and places like that just you know what maybe nod and say hi and finally uh, fans of Harley Race are being invited to pay their respects at a public memorial it's taking place this Sunday at the Race Wrestling Arena in Troy Minnesota 3pm local time if you'd like to pay your respects to the 8 time NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Harley Race you can do so on Sunday So this has got a bit silly, hasn't it? Matt Riddle versus WCW on Twitter in 2019. Uh, Let's take this back a little bit and bring you up to speed. Let's take this back a little bit before we bring you up to speed with what's been happening lately. So it started... Let's... So this... Oh, Matt Riddle versus WCW on Twitter in 2019. Let's get you up to speed and then we'll tell you what's happened in the last few hours. So it started with Matt Riddle being critical of Goldberg very publicly on social media. Guys like Booker T and Lance Storm have criticised Riddle for the way he very publicly ran down Goldberg. And Matt Riddle just hasn't taken any of this. Just fired pot shots at everybody. Chris Jericho has now waded into this. Uh, A fan tweeted Matt Riddle a passage from Chris Jericho's book, which is about how you should never totally bury your opponents. And Chris Jericho uh, quote retweeted this and sent it to Matt Riddle, uh, punctuating the tweet with, listen and learn, kid. Matt Riddle responded to this saying, what's wrong with these WCW guys? It's almost like you want to get beaten up before you retire. Listen and learn, bros. He accompanied this by an incredibly goofy selfie. Chris Jericho responded to this by putting on a bandana and doing a similar goofy smile back at Riddle. It's all very grown up and last night matt riddle was keen to set the record straight on the whole thing and he went onto instagram and and he said this
2: i don't know what's going on with all this wcw guys legitimately man i don't like goldberg everybody knows what i think and it's true he just he's not at the level and yes he's made lots of money but at the end of the day, when future wrestlers come in or somebody wants to get into this business or a passionate fan wants to watch something good, I doubt they're going to pull up a big Goldberg match. They're going to pull up one of my matches or Kurt Angle's matches or Chris Benoit matches or Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. And I'll go on. But Goldberg's not in that caddy or less. That's not. Chris Jericho, you came at me. I don't know why you're saying listen and learn, kid. I'll beat this out of you I don't I I don't understand that I don't get it you're soft as hell maybe back in your prime but even then I would have beat the shit out of you then so I listen and learn from me bro shut your mouth Lance, I don't get it. You were born then. I remember doing a seminar with you at Legends Camp in North Carolina. I literally fell asleep during your seminar. I had to be woken up by you. I even apologized at the time. And then to think years later I'd be in NXT, and for some reason you get on your little Twitter machine, you start talking trash about me. Say, bro, barefoot or not? still 10 times the entertainer you ever were. Keep coaching. Keep passing on the tradition. Just don't teach them how to be entertaining because you don't know how to. Alright, and Booker T, I honestly like I really like you, Booker T. Really didn't want any heat with you. <laughs> but, you said I couldn't work. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you watched a couple of my matches, eh, you'll probably realize you were really wrong about that. So, that's it. I want everybody to know where I'm coming from This. I'm a pretty sweet guy. Okay.
1: I mean, you kind of have to admire Matt Riddle for doubling down on the whole thing. The silliness continues. We will keep you up to date. Or if you just follow Matt Riddle on Twitter, you'll see it all unfold for yourself. Hit that notification thing so every time he tweets, you get a little bing on your phone. <laughs> it could lighten up a dark day. I remember when I was like a champion in Ring of Honor, pretty much most of my life I was in pain. Yeah.
2: I felt pretty sore for the past six years, just just because the schedule is nonstop. It was just an easier lifestyle as far as the travel is concerned, getting more rest. You were in your own bed most every night, and so it was a different animal.
1: And finally, an interesting turn up on the WWE Network last night, a brand new episode of Table for Three. Now, this is the show where three WWE superstars all sit down and chew the fat and chew some Food. It's good fun. So, the new episode they've just released features Cesaro, Seth Rollins, and Nigel McGuinness, and it's titled Table of Honor. Now, there's a lot of discussion on their independent careers throughout this Table for Three episode, but with an emphasis on Ring of Honor because all three of them were in Ring of Honor at different points. Obviously, Cesaro was in there, Claudio Castagnoli. Seth Rollins was there when he was Tyler Black and uh, Nigel McGuinness. Well, he's always been Nigel McGuinness, but he had really blonde, spiky hair back in the day. I'm wondering is this WWE extending an olive branch? Is this WWE extending an olive branch to Ring of Honor? You see, so many WWE guys have had some incredible matches as part of Ring of Honor. Like, so many of the guys that make up the WWE roster today have come through ROH. And we know that the WWE Network is expanding and they're putting in these new tiered subscription things. And we've already seen that ICW Fight Club is probably gonna be a part of that. So they're looking for indie promotions to bolster it. Could Ring of Honor be part of this new arrangement? I seem to think that it will, you know. Watch this space and remember I said it first, all right? (laughs) So that'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast for today. On YouTube today, Jack the Jobber will be here with Raw Graded. And Ross will have a look at all the WTF moments from last night's show as well. Also, on the YouTube channel, we take a deep dive and give you everything you need to know about WWE 2K20. Brand new video game season is here. and Adam Pacitti and myself break down everything. If I say to you, Bray Wyatt the Swamp Monster, have I got your attention? on our youtube channel today thanks for listening i've been tom campbell i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us i love you bye
0: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter